0: By the way, Ben, are you uh, you are you now the new head coach for the comments? Or are you leaving soon or what? I'm the new head coach for the comments. Yeah. Uh, when are you When are you going to be in Rapid?
1: I've been here <laughs> since the middle of May. <laughs> Good start.
0: Good start.
2: Good start. He's been there for two months.
0: He's been there for two months. He's been there yeah, for two months. months. Okay. I guess. I guess that's how we're going to start this thing. Okay. Well, Go. welcome back to the Sports Brief podcast. Uh, <laughs> Colton here, uh, joined by uh, Garrett Gronlund. Uh, he's been on the podcast a couple times. You all know him. Uh, and also, Ben Connett's been on once. Uh, he's the new head coach, which you just heard, uh, of the Rapid City uh, Christian Comets. And I actually had a coworker ask me this. Now, I don't remember what field he said, but it was covered by sand burrs, and And um, I actually got the slack message. But he asked, why you guys will not practice on that field? Because he wants your players to be tougher. There you go. Sounds like Harding County. Yeah, I was going to say Harding County. Harding County, okay. Well, anyway, uh, let's jump in. It's a full night of uh, a lot of stuff to talk about. I mean, Garrett uh, Garrett just signed his, uh, Miles Garrett, that has just signed his a um, $1 million deal, uh, more money than most of us will probably ever see in our entire lifetimes. Um, and there's a lot of things going on as well. Before we get into it, those of you that watch us on YouTube, make sure to subscribe yeah. down below. Also, leave us a like. Helps people find the show, helps find the channel. Um, then we're also available on, on everything else. So make sure you guys also follow us on social media, and uh, also give these guys a follow too. They're good dudes. So if you guys would do that, that would be great. Um, so let's jump right into this. Breaking news: uh, Miles Garrett signs a hundred million dollar deal. And to me, just looking at this to start out with, I'm like, I don't really know how to handle this because. That says to me he's the best defensive player in the NFL, and I don't know that I can say that. We'll start with Ben. Uh, what do you think about this deal?
1: Um, he yeah, is good on the Browns. I mean, you're stuck in Cleveland. That sucks. Uh, it's definitely he's not the best defensive player. Not he's not even the best defensive lineman um, in the NFL. So I mean, I think we can all agree on that. But um, the way the NFL is trending though, holy cow, holy contracts. I mean, the money these guys are getting is incredible. So um, I'm sure we're gonna see some defensive guys sign bigger contracts obviously here in the future um, and guys that you know are better and I think we can all you know agree with that so you know I guess you're stuck in Cleveland good for Miles
2: Garrett um, that's all I got to say about that
0: mr. James
2: um you know it's kind of tough because I I wish that more teams would kind of do what Patrick Mahomes did and been like, "Hey, I don't want to take this much money so we can build a really good team around me and we can be good for a long time." So, I mean, I feel like the Browns are going to be in a situation like the Bears are in right now, where like, "Hey, you got you know you got your couple years to win, and then you know you're going to be if you don't do it in the next few years, you know you could be really struggling." And I feel like it, like that whole things the Browns if Baker Mayfield doesn't play, they're going to try to do something new because. I mean, they're going to be hurting on Money Wise. And the NFL, is the cap is always growing. So next year, somebody is going to be the newest. I mean, it happens every year. Just the newest, highest paid guy. And it's just going to happen with another defensive lineman next year. And, you know, you know, we'll be saying, guess what? He's not the best defensive player in the league. He's not this. He's not that. So, but uh, one of my favorite actual, because t- when I saw it, you know, I went and checked out the tweet where I saw he got that big deal. And uh, my favorite, t- uh, my favorite tweet below it was, "He'll be able to swing his helmet at Mason Rudolph's head yeah. two thousand, two thousand four hundred and like sixty times." Yeah. before uh, he's broke again.
0: <laughs> well, I didn't see that, but I guess something that, yeah. that'll be something to incorporate. Um, yeah, and those right. of you, I. Yeah, I it was funny I just called you James because your middle name, name is James Grun, or Garrett James Gronlin so I I want to let everybody know it's because of ingenuity people it's uh, or just messing up we'll go with that too um it's class uh so I have a yeah, I had to apologize for that, because I didn't want people to actually think your name was James. Anyway, um, no, uh, again, I think we've kind of all I've been hit the nail on the head when they said um, we can all agree he's not the best defensive player. I read that on Bleacher Report, the whole deal. And I'll read a little bit what they put here. This is, again, once again, according to Bleacher Report, it's a five-year. He has signed a five-year deal uh, for $125 million, uh, with $100 million guaranteed, joining Patrick Mahomes, Jared Goff, Carson Wentz, Russell Wilson, and Matt Ryan. Um, and he's getting again. We we covered. He's getting paid uh, more than a guy like Khalil Mack, who is a, a proven commodity in this league, a proven commodity as far as a pass rusher, uh, as a leader, uh, and really uh, just in all facets of the NFL. So to me, I don't. I I think he's got a little bit more to prove to deserve a deal like this. I mean, if if we're talking about just like where his career is trending just because of ability and um, the, how fierce of an NFL like player he is, then yes, I agree with it. But just based on production now, I mean, at one point he was like tied with the NFL in like sacks or whatever. But I mean, then he got suspended and then I don't know how it's going to all play out. But I, I still think it's a good deal, especially locking up a guy that could potentially um, be one of the best pass rushers of all time, uh, depending on how his career goes. Um, speaking of contracts, uh, we had this in the uh, in last week's outline. We're kind of doing this, by the way, for those of you listening to us right now, we, we're doing this almost uh, like a natural or this is kind of a, just a, a weird way of doing it. We, we basically are adding new stuff to the uh, outline tonight. This is all offhand with uh, very little research is done. So in some cases, you guys might want to heed what we're saying. In some cases, you will not. But uh, also we have to talk about patrick mahomes signing his major deal this this shocked me half of, almost it is half a billion dollars to play football for the next 12 years with the chiefs um we'll start with garrett here uh and as a guy the reason i main the reason i want to start with you is because you guys are going to have to face him for the next <laughs> years at least man how does that look
2: um it sucks it really sucks um the one thing about his deal that I thought was really really smart was I think he's guaranteed 126 million with like the in case of like an injury type thing. So I mean that was good to see him. I mean really the only thing I don't like about Patrick Mahomes is that he played at Texas Tech and he plays it for the Chiefs. And I was the biggest <laughs> Patrick Mahomes hater for that reason. And I mean hey, if you're going to be the best, you got to beat the best. So I mean
0: yeah.
2: I mean might, might as well prove it. If you, if you can't prove it then you don't deserve it uh yeah i envy the kansas city
1: chiefs i don't envy garrett um but uh yeah incredible money and gosh it's just hard to even wrap your mind around having that much money and uh good for him i and i'm sure you'll get into this colton but uh you know i I don't think this is the norm for quarterbacks i think this is probably the exception i mean he is a generational talent and uh you know good for him good for him good for the kansas city chiefs and uh, I, I hope that he makes those 12 years special in Kansas City and they put together a dynasty. That'd be awesome. Stop it. Uh, be, being, being a Midwest guy, you'd love to see it. Um, but, uh, yeah, good for him and good for the Chiefs. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of sneaking money.
0: Yeah. Amen. I mean, you, you hit the nail on it again uh, on the head again because 10-year deal, 50 million hundred whatever, guaranteed um, for injury. Excuse me. Uh, no, I think – I, I knew a contract like this was coming. I just didn't know how big it would be. I knew it was obvious. I mean, and, and for guys like, and we'll get into this a little bit later with Dak Prescott, how will, how that will set the tone for him uh, future contract negotiations, and guys like uh, if even if if uh, Kirk Cousins finds himself in that situation again. But point is, uh, I, I, this contract for Mahomes, I think it makes sense, I mean, it's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. Again, um, however, especially if you've got a guy like you said, a generational talent, his second. Full season in the NFL as a starter, he won a Super Bowl. Second year in the NFL, first time, first time starting, throws for fifty touchdown passes, wins the MVP award, and I mean, like you can't, you almost can't write this. Like you almost can't, as as a writer, you can't script a better start to an NFL career for a player for a young player, uh, especially for a quarterback. I feel like this is uh, this is about as good a start as you could get. Um, and I again, I think this is uh, this is. Just because he's already won a Super Bowl, I I knew he was going to get a, a lot of money. But again, this is still a very good contract. Uh, I think for both sides. Now the only question is, will they be able to keep some of that talent around? Uh, i.e., the Tyreek Hills, the Travis Kelseys, Sammy Watkins, who is Hardman. extremely, incriminately under. Yeah, Nicole Hardman. Yeah, I expect, Man, I was uh, I was watching uh, the, the 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 turning point of the the Kansas City Chiefs going to the Super Bowl and everything, and I, there's just the amount of talent they have on the team is just uh, it's just gabberflasting like i i absolutely can't believe how much talent they have and, and maybe that's a reason as to why mahomes was as good as he was yeah. but um it's absolutely great to see that um anyway let's let's keep I'll quit talking and we'll get to what this will do for quarterbacks like dak prescott now dak prescott has been a guy that obviously a lot of contract talks a lot of Things going on with the Cowboys, we don't know how this is going to end. We don't know what's going to go on here. Uh, ben, what do you kind of, uh, what do you think this will do in terms of uh, contract negotiation for Dak Prescott?
1: Um, I think the Cowboys not getting a deal done. I think it's a lose 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 situation for Dallas and Dak Prescott and fans. Um, you know, if the Cowboys really wanted him, I think they needed to lock him up now this year. And I think if Dak wanted to stay there, he would have found a way to get the deal done. Um, I can see them moving on. I think fans are going to be frustrated this year, especially if things don't go um, the way they expect it to go with their team that they have now. Um, you know, I think 2019 was kind of his proving year. Did he prove himself? I thought Dak proved himself um, to be that quarterback. I, I put him above Kirk Cousins. And uh, so who's, who knows now? I don't know. Dak, I could see Dak getting frustrated and leaving, you know, going somewhere else. I think he could be a starter in a lot of teams in this league, and I think the Cowboys messed up. You know, I think Dak, if he wanted to stay there, he messed up. So I think it's a lose situation for – and the fans, they lose too. So I think, I think it can get sloppy. I really do, especially if he proves himself here in 2020. Um, we'll see what the Cowboys yeah. are willing to for, you know, throw after this year. So.
0: Yeah. Uh, Gary, go ahead.
2: I think uh, he's exactly right on this. I think – honestly, I think when I look at the NFL, I think like the biggest winner in this whole deal are teams like the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are going to have Phillip Rivers this year. He's probably gone. That's gonna give them a spot. They they want a guy like Dak Prescott who's, you know, gonna be able to show that he can do that talent. Um, they're starting to get talent around all of them. I think if you're like an Indianapolis Colts fan, you're gonna be you're you're jumping for joy at the fact that, you know, you might have Dak Prescott coming in. Um, I do agree that he's a little bit better than Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk Cousins is like a if you had to like grade him, he's a B quarterback, but he's shown that he can be a B plus. Whereas I think, you know, Dak Prescott is like a a B plus Quarterback, I'm not going to say he's an A by any means or an A-minus, but I think he's a B-plus quarterback. And I think, you know, if you put some things around him, you know, you could be able to do something. And that's where I feel like Dallas really screwed up because they've got three great receivers. They've got a great off, – they're one of the best offensive lines. They've got a great running back. They've got a good defense. And they've got, you know, like that, that B, B-plus quarterback that can, you know, give them a chance at, at winning. And um, that's where I'm shocked because I was thinking, I'm like, okay, just give the guy, like, I don't exactly know what Dallas threw at him, but I was thinking they were going to give him around like somewhere between like 31 to 36 million, something like that. And I was like, hey, man, if you, it's worth it's worth a legit chance at the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, I mean, so, I don't I I, is, I can't say that Andy Dalton's better than Dak Prescott. So what if he does good this year? How much are they going to have to pay him next year?
0: <laughs> all this
1: money, like the inflation, yeah. like holy, cow. maybe that's what Dak's holding off on. I don't know. Oh yeah, <laughs> at least thirty five and more. Yeah, you'd think, especially if he shows out and you know proves that he can really be an elite quarterback.
2: But then teams are yeah. going to be able to match match those offers too. Easy, you know Dallas is already strapped. Yeah, so. yeah. So I just, that's true. I don't get it, and like I said, I'm like I'm not the biggest like Dak Prescott fan. Um, but I mean, if you're a Cowboys fan and it's like, hey, I'll take Dak Prescott. Versus the unknown with the talent they have around him, I'm like, give me Dak Prescott, give me, give me right now. Exactly. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. And and this was kind of me looking at it uh, kind of almost objectively. I'm thinking, okay, this is a great way for Dak to also obviously shop for for his better deals. But it was the fact that now when the Cowboys passed on signing him to a long term deal by Wednesday. That was something that I was absolutely I I couldn't believe that because I thought maybe they would at least get it done last minute you know that way they would secure their future um, yeah. but with this and it's almost like I I don't even know what they were uh, like well, I don't I never didn't really know what the Cowboys thought that they had in a guy like Dak Prescott this shows me that, that apparently they don't think he is a guy that is going to be around long term and it's honestly I don't think you're going to find a better quarterback or a better quarterback. Uh, in, in the NFL right now before draft anything, so he's a guy that's already led you to the playoffs a couple times He's a guy that's uh, you know I think he owns like an average of a what 10 and 6 record a 40 and 24 record in the NFL now Granted I, th- I still think for the Vikings like for Kirk Cousins example for like the Vikings and the Cowboys Both quarterbacks have an immense amount of help uh, Kirk Cousins has had one of the better defenses in the NFL for what two years now? Um, yeah. He's got Delvin Cook, he's yeah. got Adam Thielen, uh, all that jazz. But let's not forget all the weapons that Dak has as well. So um, I think that both of those quarterbacks, I don't, th- I don't know that uh, they can necessarily lead a team when they are necessarily depleted in terms of talent. So I think that's also a big reason as to why the Cowboys are kind of hesitant in saying, okay, is he actually truly a Patrick Mahomes type talent? Because I don't, he's obviously not. I, I, he, we just said he's a once in a generational talent. So. Um, the question is: Is he uh, enough to bring them by himself to a Super Bowl? I don't think he is. I think he has to have a lot of situations go yeah. right. He has to have a lot of uh, the right talent. So um, I get the I get the the deal in terms of uh, like maybe not trying to pay him uh, Patrick Mahomes money, but I don't get it in terms of not paying the man uh, long term and at least finding it, uh, finding some stability in that in one of the most uncertain positions uh, position groups in the entire NFL. Yeah. Um, so that's that's where I'm coming from. Uh, then we also had some breaking news. This is uh, this is just from, this is from ESPN. Um, Fifteen women were allegedly sexually assaulted. Uh, there was sexual misconduct, excuse me, uh, by former Washington employees. Um, this is uh, coming after Dan Snyder, the owner, uh, Daniel Snyder, excuse me, the owner of the Washington Redskins, announced that the team would be finding a new name or at least be uh, retiring the name for the Redskins moving forward. Um, and, and this again comes from ESPN uh let's see here he, he obviously snyder declined uh several requests for an interview you know, why wouldn't you after something like this um also did not reply to interview requests uh, and the nfl has also not responded to this um and, and a request for comment uh and this is a quote uh from the team in the washington post the redskins washington redskins football team takes issues of employee content seriously Uh, And that while we do not speak to specific employee situations publicly, when new allegations of conduct are brought forward that that are contrary to these policies, we address them promptly. This was one of the most shocking things. Like, uh, this was so far left for me that, uh, like, especially with just the name change like that, that some people are saying, now we get it. I don't know if this has anything to do with the name change. I don't know if this has anything to do with anything. But wow. Uh, what, what we, We'll start with uh, with Garrett. What was your reaction to this? I just, I honestly, I don't know how you can almost, I don't know how you can react to this.
2: Um, I mean, I got a, I have a buddy uh, named Landon Engel, who's a big Washington Redskins, or Washington Redskins Washington, fan. Washington. Yeah. And uh, he, you're right. Washington will figure it out in a little bit, and uh, he uh, he's hated Dan Snyder, and it sounds like every Washington Redsk- Washington fan hates Dan Snyder, and I mean when you when you're told like somebody's such a piece of crap so often you're like, unfortunately it doesn't shock me that behind the scenes he's doing some crap. I mean, what was it? What wasn't like the the New England Patriots owner? Just got in trouble like last. Yeah, Robert Kraft got in trouble for doing some weird stuff at a massage place or something like that. Wouldn't shock me if Jerry Jones is um, doing something crazy. Um, I mean, unfortunately, this stuff kind of doesn't shock me. Uh, I think the NFL is doing really good at before they release a statement that they get all the facts um, ready. And yeah. have all the facts before they actually go and say something. Because the last thing you want to do is go out and say something, and then you find out it's not true, and then you look like an idiot. And when you're the NFL, a giant organization with a huge fan base and a huge following, uh, you can't, you know, you can't screw up like that. So those are my yeah. thoughts on it. I mean, hopefully, you know, you know, you know, justice gets served and whatever is right prevails in this ordeal because you know. From reading some of the comments, it kind of pretty unfortunate that, you know, this happened to those uh, women.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Kuna, go ahead.
2: Uh, Yeah,
1: unfortunate circumstances, you know, for the women involved and and everything in that organization. Uh, You know, but let's wait till all the facts get out. You know, what was kind of what kind of sucks is I remember last night when all this kind of dropped on Twitter is where I saw it at, people retweeting it. Saying you know the Washington Post is going to drop this article today or you know on Friday or on Friday, Thursday Friday whenever it's going to come out, um you know a day in advance about all this drug abuse and sexual harassment involving guys like Dan Snyder even Jay Gruden was you know a big part of that and then they come you know there's all this hype and they come out with it today and and uh, you know a lot of it was you know there was nothing about drugs Jay Gruden wasn't involved Dan Snyder wasn't involved, um so there's a it seems like there's a lot of missing parts still. And a lot to be discovered. Um, So you can't really jump to any conclusions now. But it sounds like it could get a lot worse. Which sucks. Mm -hmm. um, You know, for a lot of people that are involved in that. Or were involved in that situation. Um, But, like Garrett said. Can't say I'm shocked. Uh, The way that organization's been ran. The way the fans speak about it. The players. It's just been a dumpster fire for a long, long time. And it starts at the top. And uh, not surprised. I hope things get settled. I hope people that were wronged. Um, I hope they get things, you know, settled and, and straightened out for them. So, um, guess we'll just see what happens. I think this is just the beginning. I think we're just scratching the surface here for the, the Washington,
0: Washington. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you. I should have uh, made that distinction right away. Yeah, Washington's football team. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Uh, no, I, I. think that this is. I mean, first and foremost, I, I feel sorry for the women. This is. Uh, it's unacceptable, unfortunately, and it's and it's something that. I also think, unfortunately, that it's something that happens quite regularly in NFL teams. Uh, It uh, might—I'm thinking that it does—but I hope to God it doesn't because. But it's just a shame. It really is, Um, especially with a team that's already facing some of these other questions. And um, you know, to me, it at least shows me from the top down how they operate from an organizational standpoint. I think it's one of those things where, like you said, it from the top down. If 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 the if the core of the apple is bad, the, the the remain the rest of it is going to be bad as well. So um, for me, it's just it's unfortunate. And, uh, again, like you, I'm going to reiterate what you said. We need to wait till we get all the facts out. Wait for some comments for this thing to kind of unravel. An investigation to take place. The NFL to respond. I think we really need to get get the full scope here. But first reaction to this, I'm shocked. uh I'm uh, I'm offended for the women. I am I just I feel for them. That's just that's awful. Um, but uh, I, I think it's something that we need to kind of wait to see more, and just wait to see and to to hear the facts. Um, and now, also, I have to. Uh, we're gonna also kind of talk about that. Uh, Madden Twenty Twenty has now released some of their new power rankings uh, and, and some of their now scores. Now, I have to start by saying that honestly, there's some of these. This is just the the '99 Club. I'm gonna. We're gonna. i gonna. This is from again from ESPN, uh, and I'm going We're gonna talk about uh, this. I want you guys to get you guys' take on this because. Uh, the, in, in terms of being in the 99 club, I was just actually having this conversation with a co worker of mine. I feel like, for how well Patrick Mahomes has played in his, two, his first two years, he should be the first 100. He should be, <laughs> especially for. Because if you look at it, I, 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 I said it before, you can't write as good of a, a start as this guy has had. You would literally, yeah. second in the NFL, one MVP, third year, won a Super Bowl. Like, he should be the first uh, 100, uh, 100 overall player in Madden. What do you guys think?
1: If 2004 Michael Vick wasn't a 100, then there's no way Patrick Mahomes could be a 100.
2: That's all I'm going to say <laughs> <Yeah>. about that.
1: <them.
2: laughs> yeah, Michael Vick was the ultimate cheat. Cheat. You could just yeah. run circles around and ha- – yeah. Um, also, I'm pretty sure that his uh, injury rating doesn't give him a chance to have 100. And his kicking power. There's no way he's got kicking power in that foot of his. <laughs> G can, kick, it, can <laughs> kick a field goal further than Pat Mahomes. That's a fact. Get that money. That's a fact. Yeah,
0: okay. I- I actually got to discuss this too. Did you did you not? You kicked a field goal to win the state championship in high school. Did you not?
2: Oh, no. No, I did not. I kicked I have the game winning point. And There's Ben held it in the in the, in the third quarter off of whose touchdown? Off Ben's. Okay. Left side. Yeah. <laughs> ben spiked the football and didn't get flagged for it either. But we're not going to talk about that. Emotions. <laughs> it happens. Yeah. It does.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, and ask, and ask I, I
2: had the, foot- the field goal.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, Ben was my holder. Was... Oh, okay. South Dakota okay. doesn't have yeah. a South Dakota doesn't have a hoity, but Ben deserved it. Yep.
0: There we <laughs> go. <laughs> that's awesome. No, honestly, uh, I I I think I've never made it a field goal above like from where the extra point is. So, I'm proud of you, man. That's uh that's awesome, especially doing a state championship game. Um but I so I put your kicking power what would you say? 57, 58? That's that's Dude, fair. that's Dude, I can me? You think my Ooh, kicking's a 57, that's a, 58? That's a
2: shot. I'd say sixty shot. Okay, so we're gonna we're 68. gonna put this out in a practice in a practice setting, the longest uh-huh. I ever made was 44.
0: Really? Okay, I'll take that back. I'll give you I'll give you 65. I'll granted, give you, that's, granted, that's granted, it was probably that. like
2: it was like it took like eight attempts. <laughs> so like mm-hmm. accuracy accuracy can be like a 30. I can care less. But to say my power is a <laughs> 50. These thighs and calves, these are the flockiest thighs and calves <laughs> of legend, and you, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah.
0: Okay, I apologize, I I'll retracted, think 70, I'll give you a I'll take uh, a
2: 70 at minimum.
0: A 70, <laughs> okay. This is, this is what going to Okay, all right, I'll give you a 70, and we'll get back to the man ratings. And number one, they had Stephen Gilmore, uh, corner of the Patriots, 99 overall. Um, now, I know this is, again, this is going to be kind of an offhand thing, but, uh, did, I feel like the Patriots had like the best secondary in the entire NFL last year. It wasn't even close.
2: Fun fun fact: Namdi Asomugha <laughs> was the first ever cornerback to be a 99 in Madden. Really? Just a little fun fact, my boy Namdi Asomugha. Okay, I
0: didn't know that. So only, uh, you
2: got to realize though, the Raiders when they had him were like Namdi at 99, and then like their next highest guy up was like an 82. Rough years, <laughs> rough years. <laughs>
0: Well, and I mean, oh, okay. I also want to talk about this to another Raiders fan. What about Darren McFadden? I feel like everybody, when he got drafted, like when the pre-draft process was coming, everybody thought he was going to be better than Adrian Peterson. And, like, I was, as a Vikings fan, I was so offended. Like, that was one of the rare moments before the draft got started that, like, I was like, are you kidding me? This guy hasn't even played in NFL down yet. You guys are already going to say that he's the best thing since (laughs) That is the most. Last one we saying, and this guy—don't get me wrong—Darren McFadden had a, a relatively successful career, but I'm grabbing a dog just to just come out word, and say
2: that, line. yeah, no, uh, yeah, yeah, Darren McFadden, Darren McFadden. I mean, I'm the biggest Adrian Peterson fan in the state of South Dakota, and it's not even close. Um, <laughs> so, okay. so, um, I'm just gonna say that. Uh, I mean, Darren McFadden was the right pick for the Raiders that year. But the Raiders had just an absolute abysmal offensive line. And that's kind of – and then Darren McFadden ran into injury problems and could never really recover. And, I mean, it didn't help that, you know, you don't run the ball when you're down 21 by the start of the second quarter. (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Also, I got to ask, okay, you're the biggest Adrian Peterson. Can you tell me how many rushing yards he had in his rookie year? A lot. A lot, one thousand three hundred and thirty-one and two hundred thirty-eight carries. You can look these stats up, by the way. I'm telling you, this guy, I literally will, I, I will go to bat with you on this. The biggest Adrian Peterson fan. I, You didn't, I even him. didn't even watch him when he was at Oklahoma. Okay, I've seen games. Okay, I didn't. I, I'm not going to say games. that I'm, I'm on the same it's level. Like, his whole career. When he got to the NFL. <laughs> his whole career. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Fine. 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 Uh do so but, okay. The jersey? I I I do I did. What happened was when I've I got was four. growing up, I've I had got four bud. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I wow. Alright. Okay, let me I guess I, I got into t- too deep of waters here. But point is I had an Adrian Peterson jersey, but I had the biggest I was the biggest like Fan of being like the best running back in the NFL like when I was like in fourth grade. So I my mom bought me these football pads and I remember I used to play in the backyard on it and it completely wrecked my Adrian my primo Adrian Peterson jersey. Completely wrecked it. And I remember now that I'm thinking, I was like, dude, what the heck was I thinking? Why would I damage a primo Adrian Peterson jersey? Like yeah I, I don't know what I was thinking, uh, but that's the only jersey I have of AP. You know what? That brings up an interesting thing. I probably do need to uh, stock up on some of my play- favorite player NFL jerseys. I have a Teddy Bridgewater jersey. I don't, don't know if that that probably has no ability to Um But I, I, I do need to stock up on more jerseys there. But um, uh, Okay, then we'll go to the second rating here according to the, the NFL rankings. Harrison Smith at a 95. I actually agree with this. Now, I feel like he has been criminally – Rated over the years, not not saying that they they didn't necessarily get it right, but he at least deserves to be a 95. Um, and I think oh, what year was it? I, I was back in college when I was uh, with my buddies. I always played as the Vikings, no matter what, and we were like they were like a 75 overall. They had Anthony Barr, Harrison Smith it was back when they had like Robert Blanton at safety, so it was awful. Like they were not a good team. <laughs> I realized that, but they had. They literally had Harrison Smith rated at, like, an 82 or something. I couldn't believe I was like, this is the most – this guy's been one of the best safeties in the NFL for the entire way here. What about you guys? Thoughts on the Harrison, uh, Harrison Smith uh, rating?
2: I, I'm, I'm with you on this. I love Harrison Smith. I think Harrison Smith is – he can do it all. He can play man-to-man. He can do coverage. You know, he can, you know, take on – you know, he can um, – I think he's one of the highest uh, leading uh, defensive backs with sacks. Um yeah, I think, you know, I think he, I'm good for him. Like, when I saw it, I was really shocked because Harrison Smith always gets flack on, like, safety awards. And just, I mean, God bless you, EA Sports, for giving Harrison Smith the, the props he uh, he deserves. Um, really quickly, the one that they really, really messed up on was, uh, like, Jordan uh, Poyer from the Bills. He doesn't, he's not even a 90, and I think that's kind of a crock because listen to these stats over like the last like three seasons. So he's been consistent over the last three seasons. He has 302, 302, he has 11 interceptions and he has five sacks and he's not like a 90 overall. And I mean, I think Jordan Poyer should be higher up there as a safety, but that's my opinion. He must Mm -hmm. have low kicking power.
0: (laughs) Well, that that would be something I agree with, and I think EA Sports has to do a better job of uh, maybe I I don't know like I know it's hard, but like you have to uh, be able to like look at a player like and see what their body of work is. I feel like that's probably one of the hardest things to do, but still, you're EA Sports, you got to be able to do it. Ben, your take?
1: Uh, well, if you know me, I'm a big Notre Dame fan, so <laughs> I would say I like Harrison Smith a lot. It sucks he plays for the Vikings, and he's been yeah. there for a while. But I'm also I'm like I'm a huge Harrison Smith fan because of Notre Dame. Um, he also has one of the coolest nicknames in the NFL, and you know, and he's a true professional. I think a lot of guys could take, um, you know, take notes on what he's done. You know, he doesn't run his mouth, and he's not the one trying to get all the bright lights on him like a lot of the safeties that you see. Um, he's not causing drama, locker room problems. He's just a true professional, goes to work every day, and, and is really, really f- freaking good at it. Um, being a safety myself, I mean, that's a guy you want to watch. I mean, game film right there. And when I watch the Vikings. That's I, all I do is watch Harrison Smith. I don't even watch anything else that's going on. I don't care what the offense is in. I just, I watch Harrison Smith. Um, he's one of the, you know, one of the greatest to do. And I love him. I've watched him since he was at Notre Dame and, and took after him obviously as a, as an athlete as well, playing free safety. So um, love Harrison Smith. I, he's absolutely the best safety in the NFL has been for a long time and he, he will be for a long time, you know, going forward. Um, and as far as Jordan Jordan Poyer, uh, Micah Hyde was actually rated in the top ten for safeties as well. So that might they might have knocked him there. He can't have like two, you know, <laughs> two safeties on the same team in the '90s. That'd be pretty crazy. Uh, Micah um, Hyde, former, former Packer, yeah. uh, let him go. So kind of sucks to see him walk, but I'm glad he's doing well. He was, really, he, was, really, he, was he was he's a big fan favorite in Green Bay. So <laughs> wish he would have kept on to him, but you know things happen.
2: Did you see? Uh, did you see they gave some uh, Jair Alexander yeah. some love? I that gave him amazing. a lot of love for a second Great. year. He's a, he, uh, he's the number fourth overall cornerback, and yeah. he's in his second year he's an in animal. the league. He's an
1: Aaron so, Oh, shocked. I know. I yeah. and
2: Aaron
1: Rodgers. I was an shocked.
2: Was I was shocked by it, but I was like, "Dang."
1: Yeah, yeah. That was that's because they gave Rodgers an eighty nine rating. If Rodgers Dude, ever were, below okay. people were career, so career.
2: mad. People were so mad about that.
1: It's incredible talking about Mahomes being a 99 generational talent. Rodgers is before him. There's no way he should be lower than a ninety.
2: Tom Brady got a ninety.
1: I know, and Rogers is better than him.
2: Yeah, incredible. I at
0: this
1: point in
2: his
0: career. Whatever. Yeah, oh I, yeah. yeah. There's, no disputing that. There's no disputing that. But it's still, the question to me is is Aaron, is Aaron Rodgers still an elite quarterback? Is he still a guy that without talent alone he can still let me, do? Let me career. ask you this question. Let me ask
2: you this question, Cole. Let me ask you this question. Go Are ahead. you scared are you scared of Aaron Rodgers when the Vikings play them?
0: Oh, every time.
2: Then he, then the, yes, he is. Then he's elite. Can he anyone? If, if, if you're scared of a quarterback, they're elite.
0: Okay, can I just say something here though? That actually does not is not could not hundred percent true because of the fact of how the Vikings secondary has been in years past. Not now necessarily because it's a little bit better. and They've got some good players, but to sit here and tell me. That just because you're scared of Aaron Rodgers, uh, that, not not including the the rest of the Packer team, would be blasphemy. You are, uh, every team is scared of Aaron Rodgers, so don't give me just me. Everybody's scared of Aaron <laughs> That's Rodgers. Why he's elite. Rodgers. Yeah. That's why he's elite. So elite. I, I. Here's the thing though, but uh, you, you don't care about the decline over the last couple of years. You don't care about what, how much. Um, now again, that, what? The, okay.
2: Yeah, I actually. The, I actually.
0: Of the fact that, well, and I guess some of it could be the fact that he doesn't have anybody at wide receivers so uh, other than Devontae Adams. But, I mean, still to sit here and say that for sure he hasn't lost something. Like, I've seen him make, as a Vikings fan, I have seen this man make some throws that I, I sit there, I rewind at least 10 times while watching the game. I will sit there and rewind 10 times just because, like, how did how did he do that? Like, in terms of accuracy – Touch, velocity, everything. There are throws I've seen Aaron Rodgers make in the past that I don't think he can make now. So I do think he has Definitely. lost some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I mean, that's what I mean. In terms of elite, when he was what he was, there was no question. I think now you can't, you just can't not at least bring it into question. Is he at least, is he lost a little something? Now, I get the argument that, again, doesn't have a lot of talent uh, other than Devontae Adams. Aaron Jones is going to be taking over. I'm the ranger, so I don't know. Maybe we'll, we'll guess. what we'll, we'll see as we go along here. Yeah. Um, now I'm looking at the rest of these these man ratings. Micah Hyde got an 88. Uh, I actually that was another Packer. I was always afraid to see because what he did as a punt returner uh, and also. But I actually want to bring up another corner here. Patrick Peterson an 88 overall. Is it me or is Patrick Peterson not probably the best or if not one of the best corners in the NFL from like for a long time?
2: Yeah, he's quieted down. A, he's quieted it down a little bit in the past couple of years.
0: But well, he's still yeah, amazing. But Cardinals. Yeah, but nothing to warrant him going down to an 88.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers went down to an 89, so I'm not shocked. Yeah.
0: Okay, fair <laughs> enough. But I get – okay, all right, fair <laughs> enough.
2: Uh, I'm having way too much fun with this. I'm having way too much fun with this.
0: Oh. Um, and then I'm looking at this. Tom Brady in 90 still, that's blasphemous. I, I think he should be at least an 85. Um, and Rodgers, eighty nine, yeah. There's, I'm, I'm just checking these out firsthand. Joe Mixon eighty nine. Joe Mixon's a good running back. That was oh, one thing I didn't yes, realize. Yes. Yeah, I, Joe Mixon, I was kind of going through it. I was looking at ESPN's like top running backs, and they had Joe Mixon above Delvin Cook. I was like, are you nuts? But I, I watched highlights of him and looked at his over his stats. He's had a couple seasons of over a thousand yards. Delvin Cook can't stay healthy, um, so I, I realized why they put him above. But I, I realized how good of a running back Joe Mixon really is.
2: What, a, what a, Just really quickly, what does it have for Aaron Jones?
0: Uh, Aaron Jones, I Aaron believe, Jones. was a 90.
2: Aaron Jones should be, like, yeah, the exact is. same as Dalvin Cook.
0: Yeah. Except he um,
2: led the league in touchdowns I, out
0: here. Aaron Jones did?
1: Yeah, he ended up beating McCaffrey by, like,
2: one.
0: Here's the thing, though. <laughs> and this is uh tristan he brought this up on the last podcast we we're talking about our, our 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 best running backs of all time i feel like
2: double cook peterson. is more of a home run what's that adrian peterson number
0: one okay yes obviously we've already covered that but in <laughs> terms of uh in terms of like overall like home run ability i believe Dalvin cook is the better running back but like uh and talking about from a full running back perspective, like all-around player, I feel like Aaron Jones is the better running back because of the fact he can catch the football. Now, Delvin Cook can catch the football too, but you have to realize Aaron Jones uh, is really come into himself as a full entire running back, including pass blocking. Delvin Cook, some of the times I watch him pass block, I shudder because I don't know what's going to happen. Not saying he's not solid, but I've seen him get run over by quite a few people. I don't see that happening to Aaron Jones. Yeah, I think
1: Aaron, Jones, Aaron Jones' progress, I mean, he came in the league a really shaky pass blocker, and that's what Jamal Williams, their backup, um, kind of was. He was there on, you know, pass protecting and goal line stuff, um, which was good. But Aaron Jones, I mean, he really made a lot of progress last year, and that's why I saw him staying in on third downs. And it also helps Aaron Jones as the second-leading receiver for the Green Bay last year, which is not great when you're running back as a second-leading receiver on your team. So we'll see what happens this year, you know you know, we got guys healthy in the, you know, out wide now and um, drafted a running back in the third round, I believe out of Boston, out of BC. Um, We'll see. We'll see what things look like. Um, I think the main point is just keeping Rogers healthy, healthy and feeding Adams and Aaron Jones. And I think you can win a lot of football games doing that. So.
0: Yeah. What do you guys think about my assessment though of the double cook saying he's a more of a home run threat than Aaron Jones?
1: Yeah. Big time. He was, he's probably one of the best home run threats in the league. I mean, He's so, he's so I so mean his his burst is crazy, his vision's yeah. crazy. He's been doing his whole career. You know, I mean, you see
2: why the Vikings run so many screens for him. Yeah. 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 the um, um, one thing one one really quick thing that I wanted to say on like this these Madden ratings. And uh like don't get me wrong, I really like the guy that I'm about to talk about, but I don't think he should be at 98 with his injuries and with how much little he's played. Um I have a tough time with J.J. Watt being a 98. And then I see Khalil Mack is a 97. And I'm just like, I, like don't get me wrong. Like, J.J. Watt's still like a you know, plus 90 up there, like top defensive end. But to say that you know, he's near perfect with what he's faced injury-wise the past. I mean, I can't remember the last time he wasn't really injured in a season. Yeah. So that, that's one of them I, I kind of disagree with too. If we're
0: gonna talk I about ab- it. I absolutely agree with that because now I feel like it wasn't very long ago, for like a four-year period, JJ Watt was one of the most feared defensive players in the entire NFL. Like he yeah. was he was catching touchdowns, he was sacking quarterbacks, he was he was just one of those guys that every Sunday offenses made sure they game plan for at least two blockers. Um, towards JJ Watt, and he was just—he's just a fear. Like that was just one of the things. He the bravado that he came onto the field with. So I agree with that. Now I—I I think in terms of rating, I would put him at probably a ninety. I would say ninety-five because he's still pretty. He's still got it. Like JJ Watt is still mm-hmm. a top-tier, uh, a, a top-tier defensive lineman. What, what, what do you think, Ben?
1: Yeah, I 100 percent agree with you. I mean, I think he's only one point less than Aaron Donald. Just blows my mind because i think aaron Donald's just out of this world i mean he's a freak and the numbers he's put up the last few years just mind-boggling but jj watt was at that same point in his career you know but that was a while ago so to have i mean like garrett said injuries and his i mean he just hasn't been there the last few years it's hard to see him as a 98 as he a 95 yeah i mean he's still elite um you can put him in that club but to be one less than aaron Donald, i think is just that's not right
0: yeah I agree, and, I had, and he's injured a lot. But this, over the last couple of seasons, he still managed to average 20 sacks during the regular season. That's, I mean, him, he's that's cash money for him. Like that's one thing he's going to do is is make sure to get uh, get those stats. So again, I, um, I I do agree with that. I think he's still a really good player. Now, one of these actual ratings uh, for running backs that I was really upset with because I feel like this guy is criminally underrated. Um, the, whoever made uh, man ratings should probably relook at their life because if you put Alvin <laughs> Kamara at an 88. <laughs> Uh, Alvin Kamara, there was a point in time during 2017 when the Saints – in 2018 when the Saints were just yeah. destroying people or whatever it was, when the Vikings were, were number one, and they started giving Alvin Kamara the ball. I thought this man was the best running back in football. I really did, especially yeah. with the way, he, the way he runs, elusiveness, speed, all of it, screen game, all-around running backs. You want to talk about a guy that just wows you? Alvin Kamara is that guy. What did you guys think? 88 on Alvin Kamara. What did you guys think? Either one. I'll take you the one at this point.
1: I'm shocked. I thought he would be above 90 for sure. Um, it, I don't know. He's 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 awesome. I love the guy. I loved him back in 2000, 2017, 18, like you said. Um, I mean, he was the number one fantasy guy there for two years. I mean, every, he was must-pick, number one overall. That's the guy you want to go to. Um, and to see him at 88 now is just kind of shocking. And uh, you know, I don't think a lot of people are – I mean, I can't even think of the Saints running backs other than him right now. Oh, that would be taking a ton of ton of people I mean, t- ton of carries and, and stuff from him So, I don't know, we'll see what happens I know he was kind of quiet last year, but
0: uh, Okay, yes, he was quiet last year But over the last three seasons He scored 37 touchdowns Has over 4,400 yards Total yards, that is And he's caught 81 passes in the last three years Consistently 81 passes each season Now you've he's got, he's got Drew Brees thrown to him And obviously they're going to throw a lot of screen passes to him but this guy, 37 touchdowns in the last three years, at least averaging 12 touchdowns in terms of catching and running the football. I mean, I don't think you could ask much more from a running back. Um, I love him <laughs> ever since he was coming of Tennessee. Um, and, I mean, my buddy is a gigantic Tennessee fan. He said the Saints got a real one there. I absolutely agree with it. Garrett, you got anything to add before we uh, yeah. move into the final couple of things here?
2: Um, I just remember, like, when I was living with Ben, he showed me a video of Alvin Kamara, like, working out. And, like, the dude's, like, pulling buses and just doing, like, just – like not just like regular squats, like he's just doing like freakish <laughs> workouts because he is a freak human being. I mean, after week week three or week four of the NFL, he's gonna be above um, above a ninety. Like I'm, I'm pretty positive of it. I mean, I mean, they, I mean, Madden gets, I mean, Madden gets it wrong. I mean, Aaron Rodgers shouldn't be an eighty nine, right? We've already mm-hmm. discussed that and agreed on that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I think, I think uh, Alvin Kamara will be above a 90. Um, I'm really curious when, I'm really curious, like when, when they come out with these ratings and they have our overall ratings, I always try to think to myself, um, okay, I wonder what they have as Alvin Kamara's like speed and what they have as his acceleration. Cause I mean, he should be like a 95, right? At the very minimum, at the the minimum. Right. And so I'm just like, okay, are they trashing his ball carrying? Are they trashing his like, um, you know, getting off tackles? Or are they trashing his receiving stats? Like, I, 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 those are the things that always are making me, like, curious. And, like, where where did they really just butcher this guy's uh, stat line to make him drop all the way to an 88? Um,
0: mm-hmm. Well, it says here in terms of uh, all those things, they got him a 94 on speed, which, okay. Um, and his catching is a 77. I just said he caught 81 passes the last yeah. three years. I don't understand how. Uh, and let's see, his agility... Uh, is a ninety-three. That's on point because I mean this guy can just fly. Um, and then his uh his carrying they gave him a ninety. So I don't understand how. Uh, so let's see what they, they dogged him on then because strength a seventy-seven. I don't <laughs> okay. know about that. That's mean. Yeah. I mean, compared to, Sa- scary, but-
1: compared to Saquon Barkley, yeah, maybe, but
2: <laughs> Saquon's <laughs> yeah. an eighty-nine. Saquon's an eighty-nine. That's pretty
1: strong for a running back.
2: No, no, eighty nine overall.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's awful. So yeah, that's Madden apparently I mean, doesn't like, like running backs.
2: Dude, yeah, Saquon uh, kind of uh, cost me fantasy football last year, so I was okay with it.
0: The man missed a couple games. I mean, it, dude, the way he didn't he runs, do much he, in his games, he was in. Okay, you try. This man has got one of the worst offensive lines in football. You try. You try running behind that offensive line, dude. Yeah.
2: Joe Mixon. <laughs> Joe Mixon had it worse, and he was balling. That's why okay. he's that's why
0: he's hired up. Okay, that's true. Well, I mean and I mean if I, I think and then maybe Ben can answer this a little bit better because I never uh, had it, like I was never really really athletic or I've never really had a high ankle sprain uh, or anything like that. So I don't know. In terms of I've heard from the more for more athletic people that a high ankle sprain is actually more severe than just a normal like ankle sprain because it's like it actually has other parts of the leg that are involved. In it. It, it just it damages you more. It damages you more mentally and physically rather than just a normal ankle sprain. An ankle sprain I feel like you can just kind of tape up and play on. You're not 100, but uh, but with a high ankle sprain, you're you're kind of and that was the thing with Adrian Peterson too. He's missed games because of high ankle sprains. If Adrian Peterson, uh, this guy was literally molded in the running back workshop. So if that guy's gonna miss a game because of <laughs> high ankle sprain, I I don't know what to tell you. So I mean, again, Joe Mixon may have tore, tore it up, but Adrian Peterson missing that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Um. All right, and then uh, finally, we've got a couple other things to cover here, and then I'll leave these guys alone. I feel like this has been something uh, that with Cam and Odell. Um, Cam, obviously, elephant in the room. That everybody's asking if he's going to replace Tom Brady. I personally don't. I don't think you replace Tom Brady. I don't think you can replace six Super Bowls. It doesn't happen like that. Now, do I think he can do some things that Tom Brady can? Of course. Cam, in his own way, was made in the lab. He's, what, six four, six five, huge, can run. He's got a rocket of an arm. Does he give... Uh, does it give Daniels a little bit more of a, a, an arsenal to be able to do what he wants to do? Yes, I believe he does. Um, but the point is, if you are going to sit here and tell me that Tom Brady in any way uh, is not the go or it will be ever forgotten just because even if Cam somehow finds a way to win one or two Super Bowls, it ain't six! Like, I, I mean, <laughs> like the point like. Yes, he's more athletically gifted, but elephant in the room. Do you guys think at some point people will be talking about how Cam Newton replaced Tom Brady?
1: Here's what intrigues me, is we can talk about Belichick and Tom Brady. Is Tom Brady, I think the question that we'll kind of find out here, we can really dig deep into is, is Tom Brady a product of the system? Um, Is Belichick that good of a quarterback, or a coach, sorry, that, that good of a coach? that he was able to set Brady up for that kind of success. Um, mm-hmm. Can he do that with Cam Newton? That's what we're going to find out. I think with Cam Newton, if Belichick's that great, the Patriots are going to be a feared team, especially with that defense. Holy cow. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, you now you get Cam Newton. Oh, that's, that would be an awesome guy to have. I mean, to have a quarterback that can do that. I've been there as a coach myself. It is a lot of fun. Um, and so I think we'll find out, you know, if he can make Cam Newton great. And make them a contender. I think we start to question maybe is Tom Brady a product of the system. Tom Brady played in a lot of really really good teams. I mean he wasn't the only guy carrying a guy a team here. Um, I think there's a lot to say for there's a lot to say for Belichick that hasn't been said yet. I think he's I think Belichick's a true goat that we should be talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I respect Brady. I think he's good. Um, but I do I, I personally think he's a product of the system. I guess we we'll, and I think we'll find out. I think that question will be answered um, depending
0: on how Cam Newton does. Mm-hmm. Garrett, what do you think, my man?
2: Um yeah, it'll be interesting. Um You know, you I'm curious to see how Cam Newton's going to look after being, you know, like he I feel like ho- hopefully he got to be, you know, at least close to 100% healthy um with this this NFL season coming up. Uh yeah, I mean the New England I mean it's gonna come down to the you know, the Bills and the Patriots for that that NF uh, that E spot and you're gonna find out you're gonna find out real quickly if uh you know how the Patriots season I feel is gonna go in those those first three to four games uh, with Cam behind the uh you know center. Uh, the the one thing that I really question about this, and we talked about this in a previous podcast, is uh, you know, they're probably only gonna have Cam Newton, you know, If he does well, he might be there for another couple years after that, you know? I really don't know how, like, Cam Newton's contract situation would work if he did really well or just did okay. Um, Or, you know, the whole, like, Jameis Winston thing. Or if they should have went after Jameis Winston and tried to lock him up for four to five years. Okay, you can't shake your head no when you said Jameis Winston was going to go light it up for plus 40 touchdowns if he went
0: to New England. I so, over over but over yes I did say that but over uh, Cam Newton like and no. not over Cam Newton I I thought they would at least I didn't think they were going to try to get Cam Newton because I mean I just didn't think about that but now that I'm thinking about it I mean now that uh, they've got Cam Newton I have to admit there's a good chance that Cam Newton is they they're more of a contender now especially with Cam Newton
2: yeah and like I said like it's just one of those things that like just goes on in my brain where I'm like okay how does you know, how is this all going to work out, like, contract-wise and year-wise? How is Cam going to do? Um, I think it's really dangerous that Jameis gets to sit behind uh, um, Drew Brees. And, uh, like, he gets to, like, actually take a year for his body to heal, his body, like, to learn. So when Drew Brees decides to hang it up, I'll, I'll be curious to see how Jameis does after that. Especially because we'll see if LASIK did anything or if that's just, like, a, a
0: joke. No, um, <laughs> Let, let that lace it set LASIK set in. We'll we'll see. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong.
2: It's always nice to, you know, see like a kind of like a comeback story because, you know, if it's if it's anything that I've seen from the videos of Cam Newton, you know, he's kind of a he's kind of a a man on a mission. He's you know, he's he's really determined, you know, to show people like, you know, I'm I'm still, you know, super Cam, you know, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna make a name and I'm gonna, you know, ball out and uh you know, don't get me to be wrong. Like, that's what that's what you want to see. You want to see like the best athletes at their best. You know, at least that's what I want to see, man. I don't want to watch Sunday night football and watch the Patriots with a Cam Newtons who a uh, Cam Newton who's being average versus you know,
0: you know, or some Jared other team.
2: David. Where, yeah, <laughs> you know, like <laughs> but you know, you know what I mean, though. Like, I want to, like, I want to watch, you know, entertainment. I want, to, I want to see these guys go out there and ball, like. um the only people that I truly want to do bad are Patrick Mahomes and and Drew Locke and how can you, not, uh, you have to like Patrick Mahomes? You like have no, no no, 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 no. Okay, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I love Patrick. I love Patrick Mahomes as a human being. I think he's a great human being. I think what he does for Kansas City is absolutely phenomenal. And I I I hope he stays injury uh uh injury free. You know, he doesn't have those problems. But I mean, I can wish him like you know. To throw two interceptions a game, I can wish him to have a completion rating of like fifty to sixty percent. I can hope he doesn't throw under over three hundred yards. You know, like, dude, I mean, I mean, you're right. You're not. They're absolutely not. But I can dream. I can dream about it. I mean,
0: okay.
2: So, yeah, maybe in twenty thirty one. Yeah, you (laughs) know what it's like. I I mean, you had to watch Brett Favre torch the Vikings, then you had to watch Aaron Rodgers torch the Vikings. I don't want
0: to talk about this this guy's this guy extremely personal way too fast like, actually
2: i I went and looked this up i think about a month or two ago and like since uh uh since uh, Zimmer's been like the head coach for like the vikings I think their record against the Packers is like nine ten and one or something close to that like it's yeah, very fifty fifty and mm-hmm. uh that's why I personally like really like when the vikings and uh Packers uh play right like play I personally not the biggest, I'm really not a fan of them being like matched up as like the first, like, three games of the year. Like, I kind of want them to have, like, five to six games of other games before, like, they play their first matchup. And then, like, for instance, like, uh, this past year, I think, like, they played, like, in week 16 or week... Yeah, they played, like, week 16, where it was, like, it was, like, a very determining on, like, seeding for the playoffs. And, like, I'm like, yeah, that's when I want to watch the Vikings and Packers go at it.
0: Absolutely. And that's that's funny you mentioned that because I was just thinking about that, too, the other night. I think it was... I want to say it was either 2015 or 2016. This was, like... The Vikings have been—they've had Mike Zimmer as a head coach for a couple years now. He's starting to build the defense, the team he wants. Uh, he's starting to build—he's uh, starting to build something here. And the Vikings go to Lambeau uh, on a Sunday Night Football game. I, that had to be one of the most viewed games of all time because i was getting off work i was working at a grocery store at the time i was like a sophomore in college and i remember my dad's like hey get your butt home let's go watch this game because it was going to be a blow it was going to be a just a a good old-fashioned it's it's the black and blue division if it's the nfc north so my dad's like hey butt home grab a pizza on your way home let's watch this thing and from the first snap to the last it did just didn't disappoint that's what football is supposed to be about those those slug." Those good old fashioned, you know, three yard runs that nobody really cares about. It's that's what football is supposed to be about, and especially you know, two rival teams going at it. The Vikings, for the, like, for the very first time, beat the Packers, were NFC North champions, and like it that was like the first time in like what, like five or six years? Is a while? Because I mean. Uh, Rodgers at his prime, there was nobody going to touch. Aaron Rodgers, and then when he kind of didn't get any more help for a while, that kind of kind of you know made the let the Vikings come up and you know after they grabbed some players and everything. So that was one of those things. That it's that's a great uh, thing to say there, Garrett, because that's absolutely true. Um, I actually kind of want to refute something. Kind of reverting back to Cam Newton here a little bit, and then we can talk about the Vikings-Packers some more. Um, I did say Jameis Winston, yes, would tear it up if he went to the Patriots because specifically he would not throw near as many interceptions. However. I, in my wildest dreams, I never dreamed that the Panthers would ever let Cam Newton walk over Teddy Bridgewater. Now, don't get me wrong. I had oh wait, I got a I got a flag now, not a Teddy Bridgewater poster anymore. Well, the poster's over there. <laughs> point is, point is, I love Teddy Bridgewater. I, I just from who he was as a quarterback, who he was as a person, as a, as a as a teammate, a player, all that jazz. But Teddy Bridgewater over Cam Newton, even an injured Cam Newton. Like I understand, he had a couple shoulder surgeries. I just feel like if, no matter how much better Teddy Bridgewater got to just let Cam Newton just show him the door. I was just, I did not expect that. So now that I'm seeing this, now that the Patriots put it one of the, with one of the best coaches of all time, which, again, we'll get to see if Brady was the product of a system. One of the best coaches of all time with, with one of the guys that was literally, almost made in a lab for how athletically gifted this guy is. So well now that I'm seeing that, I'm like, I'm more in love with that than the, with the Jameis pick originally. So I kind of had to, I kinda had to really defend myself a little bit there because I felt like that was – that was something that we had to touch on because, yes, I did say that. But, come on, it's it, it's football. we got to be able to be a little bit wild out there sometimes. you be flexible. But, I know. I feel that. Yeah. Um, but, okay, so then let's go kind of this, back to this Camu kind of thing. Unless you want to talk about the Vikings and Packers games or maybe give us a little bit more something, something from that there, Garrett. I do um, have
2: breaking news. What's up? Yeah, let's hear it. So A few hours ago, I was
1: notified that Aaron Rodgers and Danica Patrick are, are no longer dating. Oh, no. Um, if, you, if you can't recall, a single Aaron Rodgers is a very scary thing. Where you oh, just no. Something football yeah it's getting okay. up here so you boys better be ready we better hope there's a season
2: dude i play the afc west i don't have to see you <laughs> to see you. you can watch us have success i mean i mean i'm an, i watch football i like have three games going at the same time
0: if you if you <laughs> if you if you accompany that fact that aaron rogers plays really well single and also the fact he's got a young kid coming for his job yikes I, I, as a we
1: one game, we were one game away last year.
0: Yeah. So. I'm scared. Like, if I'm not, if I wasn't scared before, I'm telling you, I, I actually am shaking. Like, I'm, I'm shaking over here because I, I do feel like, even like an, like, even Aaron Rodgers last year, even though he was, didn't have the most talent, he was still a guy that you're like, when the clock hit zero, that's when you knew the game was truly over. Yeah. That's, that's, that's who he is as a player because that's just how dynamite he is and how he's always going to be. So, um, and uh, I have to hand it to Tristan. We have the greatest quarterback debate of all time, and he he actually made a lot of good points about why Aaron Rodgers is the greatest quarterback of all time. Now, um, I didn't agree with it, but I still feel like he made a lot of good points. Oh, and, and the dog. My girlfriend loves. Uh, my girlfriend loves your dog. I'm not gonna lie to you. She might want to take it from you.
2: Yeah, he's the best. You know, he probably thinks I'm not giving him enough attention right now, but he can. He's he's yeah he's fine.
0: Now <laughs> um, uh, let's uh, okay. Cam Newton, I wanted to I just want to talk about this one last time. Now, um, I'm not even talking about uh, him replacing, because again, you don't replace Tom Brady, in my opinion. But uh, there's the fact that he's putting out all these tweets and uh, all these Instagram messages, whatever. Excuse me, posts that are basically saying, you know, um, can't judge me. Like I'm, uh, he, he's kind of. I feel like he's almost rejuvenated a little bit, just to, based off of what he's posting. Now, question here is how scared should we actually be cuz when we're talking about a 2017 Cam Newton in which the Vikings which I believe they were they were heading uh, for the playoffs everybody knew that but then they went to Carolina and got swamped by by Cam Newton who ran over I think he either ran or no he juked Anderson dejo out of out of his cleats like that's how that's a prime a primo Cam Newton so how scared should we be if uh, in fact this Cam Newton the guy that we fear uh, when he is fully healthy, like how scared should we truly be? Especially if he's this rejuvenated. We'll start with uh, Ben. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, you know, former league MVP. I don't see why he can't get back to that caliber. I mean, in all in all honesty, Garrett, t- you know, saying talking about Jameis Winston, he gets a year off, let his body heal, sit behind your breeze. Cam Newton's in the same boat here. Takes a year off. He can he's healthy now, at least as far as we know. Working out harder than ever. Mm-hmm. Um, gonna have he's you know he gets to be coached by the greatest coach football's ever seen. Um, you know, and you know, New England's no slouch. I mean, we talk about how great their secondary was, how incredible their defense defense was there to start the year. Um, you know, to me this is, you know, it still has this Edelman, I mean the parts are there, Sony Michelle, really underrated running back. Uh I would be scared. And you were playing in a it's I mean that's a weak division. I don't think they're you know, AFC East is not a strong division in my opinion. Um there's no reason they can't make to the playoffs and, and we all know once you get to the playoffs, it's uh, who knows what happens in the playoffs. It's just a different game. When you we play in playoff football, you get one game and you play your best. You don't know what's going to happen. I think Cam Newton's that guy that the chip on his shoulder. The games, I think I'd be scared of him. I would be absolutely scared of him, and I am scared of him. I'm just glad I don't have to. You know, the Packers don't have to see him until if it's a Super Bowl. So, uh, yeah, I'm 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 really intrigued to see what he can do. I really am. I'm I've been a Cam Newton fan, you know, since he was at Auburn. Um, just like the guy, like his personality. He dresses weird, but
0: um, <laughs> he does. Yeah, my He dresses like an old
1: grandma. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to see what he can do. I think he's a great football player. Um, he's. I mean, we we're raving about Lamar Jackson last year. He was Lamar Jackson before there was Lamar Lamar Jackson. So, um, mm-hmm. I think he's gonna be great. I really do.
0: Mm-hmm. Mr. James, do your thing.
2: Um, it, it's it's kind of nice too because their first game of the season. Is a home game. And from the way it sounds, there's going to be about 25% of the stadium is going to be allowed to watch in the stadium. But he gets to play the Dolphins in week one. And, you know, that will be kind of like after – because it sounds like they're only going to do two preseason games. So, you know, he's going to get some time to mesh with them and actually have an NFL game. Week two is going to be like a must-watch because the New England Patriots travel all the way to Seattle to play the Seahawks on Sunday Night Football – and I think that's going to be a game that everybody looks at as um, kind of like a, is Cam Newton back type of a deal. Is he going to be able to play against Russell Wilson in Seattle against, uh, you know, that defense? And like I said, that's the, that's the Sunday night matchup that I, that I want to watch as a fan. Um, I, think,
1: I think something's going to be intriguing. You bring up playing in Seattle, you know, if there is fans at all. You know, Seattle, when you play in Seattle, it's tough because of the environment. But if you don't have any fans in there, is home, I mean, home field advantage in the NFL is crucial. I mean, you get such an advantage of the home field. Without fans, though, I, I think that there's going to be a lot of, a lot more, uh, you know, intriguing matchups on the road. I mean, if guys like you said Cam Newton going to Seattle, I think it would be a lot closer than you think because of the fact that there won't be any fans there. Or if there is, there won't be very, you know, not near as much, which really
0: hurts <laughs> Seattle. Yeah. 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 And yeah. A,
2: a, another thing that I've heard, too, is that uh, – you know, teams usually travel, like, a, a day before their game. There's rumors of them, like, traveling, like, the day of the game or, like, the day, like, they're not, like, they have to, like, you know, they don't get that extra day to, you know, relax and adjust. So I'm curious on if that's mm-hmm. going to happen or not. Um, it'll be definitely interesting, like, how they deal with road, how, like, road teams have to have to deal with these uh, COVID measures. Uh, for the first time in NFL history – uh, the Vikings and Packers will play week one. They play in Minnesota. And as of right now, the Vikings are a three-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: Uh, oh. that's, that's blasphemous. I'm sorry. I'm a diehard Vikings fan. I will, I will, go, I will literally go with my team to, to the edges of the earth. But three-and-a-half-point favorites. I don't care. I don't care even if there is a full stadium, especially with an angry Aaron Rodgers. The Packers uh, didn't get any. Didn't get any better, but they didn't get any worse. The Vikings have more questions than answers at their secondary right now in terms of their corners. Um, I, I don't know how I feel about that. They've got a lot. They've added a lot of guys, so I think it'll take a couple of games to really get any kind of a foothold. But three and a half point favorite—that's a little—that's a little steep, if you ask me. They, about they
2: that. play at they play at noon, so Kirk Cousins won't be a D grade quarterback. <laughs>
0: That's true. Like I, I don't know. Like when they, I think it was a Monday night game when they played Seattle. He absolutely like when the Vikings were down like three touchdowns. He was like, okay, I think I can start to play like a franchise quarterback and do like three straight touchdowns. Got the Vikings back into it, and then he was done. Like I was like, what? Like I don't understand. <laughs> there are certain games he turns it on. And there are certain games that he doesn't. And then or or when he plays Chicago, because apparently Cleo Mack has his number. So <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. Um, I, I think it's kind of one of those things where. Uh, as a Vikings fan, you—you you, some days you're happy you have him, and the other days you're like, "Huh, like this would be really nice to like draft one franchise quarterback other than Dante Culpepper, who, as we know, <laughs> didn't uh, pan out in, in, in the very end." But um, anyway, uh, I think that's all we had to talk. about. you guys want to add anything more? Uh, Matt ratings nothing. Is that it? Uh, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna add two things
2: really quick, just because I'm looking at like the week one lines. Um, the Lions at home are a one and a half point favorite against the Bears, wow. and I guess. And Ooh. I guess, I know, these are some fun lines that I'm looking at right now, to be honest with you guys. Um, and uh, uh, quick, and my, my last thing that I'll have to say is I just got a quick question for you guys. Um, yes, no, or if you want to add a little bit onto it, do you think the Raiders will make it as a wild card this year? Oh Ooh.
0: Ooh.
2: Uh,
0: you go ahead, Ben. I got I to kind of like stew over this. I gotta. I I gotta think be- a lot of things got
1: to go right for him. You know, I I don't know. That's tough.
0: I mean, they I lose they, they, they lose game. two games. They have to
2: play the Chiefs twice. They have to lose two games. They play the Chiefs yeah. twice.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah. I don't know. That's tough. New stadium, though. Who knows? They might they might throw something on. Little in Vegas. Get lucky. Uh, I think. Yeah. I think a lot of things have to go. What division do they play this year? Like, uh, uh
2: the, they so they'll play they'll play uh they get to play like uh Carolina Buccaneers, NFC South, Falcons, so. NFC South, and Ooh. um. A tough they game. get to play – um oh, man, I'm, I'm looking at their schedule right now. We got to play the uh, East. So we got to play, like, the Jets, Dolphins, Bills, and Patriots. I'm going to
1: say no. I'm going to say no. They don't make the playoffs. I,
0: I, I still think the Bills are, are severely slept on, and it's almost criminal because uh, – and they got digs They got Josh Allen too. So I think he's going to really uh, show people uh, as to why he uh, – was drafted in the first. Round. I think. I think Josh Allen is a, is, a, is a great quarterback. I really do. I think he's gonna do a lot of great things for the Bills in the future. But he has to cash in on that. Um. But but then you also have to look at what they added. I mean, if you look at just just the Henry Ruggs pick alone, I I'm in love w- w- with the Raiders. I think especially you guys got Josh Jacobs at running back. Your defense is steadily improving. Darren Waller at tight end. Uh. Even Derek Carr can't screw this up. Like, and that's not a sly Derek Carr. I just think that yeah, he needs a little he bit more. Can though. Uh, I, I, <laughs> Yeah, I feel like, up. Yeah. If you. If you he's you're a great ask human me, being. Right
2: now. Hey, you have Mariota. Oh, man, yeah. don't you? We do have Mariota. There right, yeah, I was
0: Mariota. So. He's won some football games. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And then yeah, Ryan Tannehill. Him, and then Ryan Tannehill okay. took the same team he had and about took him to the promised land. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's true. So I feel like uh, with the Raiders' defense improving, during Waller at Titan and all these weapons. Um, I just I think they have got a shot, but for right now, if if they have to play the Bills, uh, uh, and do, do, I'm sorry, did you say they play the Patriots?
2: So okay, so here's just really quickly, they play the AFC East, they play the yeah, NFC God. South, and then there are two like uh other rando games, you know, that you have to get thrown into your schedule are the Browns mm-hmm. and the Colts.
0: Okay, Browns, I can see them winning the NFC South though against the Falcons and the Saints, and um, the I don't know. Yeah, the Buccaneers. Uh, I mean, to yeah, be honest with you,
2: I'm not. I mean, to be honest with you, I'm not really scared of the Falcons, and I'm not really scared of the Panthers. And our the Raiders' first ever home game is Week Two, Monday Night Football against the Saints, and there's going to be some Al Davis magic. It just happens. <laughs> it just happens. It just happens. Okay,
0: I, I'll, for, I'll say this. When that's me Vikings, being. That's
2: well, me being optimistic, by the way.
0: That's okay. That's uh, you need to be optimistic, especially as a as well as a Raiders fan. I mean, at least you guys have a Super Bowl. But point is, uh, I believe it when it was when the Vikings opened up their stadium. Uh, I believe I don't remember what year it was. I think it was week two against the Packers on either Sunday night or Monday night football. I remember uh, talking to one of my buddies, and he said, "You know, if the Vikings lose this game, just burn the thing down. Just burn it because it's <laughs> the very first game they were going to play." And I agreed with it. I was like, "You know." If that happens in a brand new, state of the art, awesome stadium, yes, probably burn it down because it's uh, that's just uh, that's bad juju. You don't want that on anybody. Fun fact it's about on... that game.
2: Fun fact about that game, Colton. The Packers mm-hmm. scored the first touchdown.
0: Yep.
2: Packers scored the first Thank touchdown you. in the new stadium. Just
0: so you know that. Yeah. Thank you. I didn't. I didn't need to uh, be reminded, sleep but I appreciate well, it. Sleep, sleep well tonight. Sleep well tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I don't sleep well anyways because I, uh, yeah, I just don't sleep anymore. Um, no, I, I realized that. I think my buddy said he was actually, I can't remember what side what he was on, but he was like only a couple rows up from the end zone. And he just said that the Packers tried, I think, uh, they might have tried a Lambo leap. I, I don't remember. But if they did, I can assure you there was at least one uh, one cup of beer thrown at them because that was, uh, yeah, I can't well, that would not have been a good thing, but um, no, I think that's all we had uh, for this episode. I think this is 43, yeah, forty-three, forty-four, forty-something like that. You get doing these things so many times, you kind of forget what it is. I gotta, i got to thank you guys for uh, coming on again. Uh, this is actually, I gotta give Garrett credit here. This is actually his idea, and I, I think it was. This was a lot of fun, man. Thanks for, uh, thanks to both of you for coming on. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah, dude. Always okay. love it. Always love it.
0: Yep. Um, um, so one more time, make sure you guys give these guys a follow. Oh, before we go, I actually have to do one more thing. Um, Ben, Benjamin, can I call you Ben? Jim, uh, what am I, Jimothy? Whatever you want. You got married. You got married. I got to give him a little bit of a shout out here. Uh, You know, congratulations to you and Keeley. I didn't get the chance to tell you guys this, but I I wish you guys nothing but true happiness for the rest of your lives. Uh, And uh, that's just awesome. I'm so happy for you guys. So um, I had to say that before we, we took off here. Um, and let, uh, you know, just let them, if you guys could also just give them a little bit of love too, just let them know, um, happy August for form too. That would be great. Also one last thing, make sure you guys give them a follow on all social media as well as us. I feel like that's a given, uh, but until our next episode, peace out.